We always talk about how the Pelicans need more shooting after being one of the worst three-point teams last season. But then why am I hesitant on AJ Griffin, who shot nearly 50% from deep? Let's break it down in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked on Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Thursday, doing another one of our draft prospect previews. And tomorrow, we're going to look at some mock drafts too, kind of round up where the Pelicans are and get back to it Monday. The guy we're going to talk about, Johnny Davis. I know that's a name that a lot of people wanted to hear, so I wanted to save it for first show of the week. Also got a special clip to play for you in tomorrow's show as well. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for you all breaking down everything you want to know about the NBA and the Pelicans. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast, tell a friend about the show, and leave a five-star review with a comment as well and today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by rockauto.com amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked on sent you all right let's get into it AJ Griffin out of Duke freshman six foot six near seven foot wingspan and pretty good size at 220 19 years old guy who averaged a little over 10 points per game, but that's not why we're talking about him, right? Like Jeremy Sohan in yesterday's episode, we're talking about him for one reason, the shooting, the scoring, because you look at his three-point percentage and your eyes should just get as wide as possible. 48.3% from deep, nearly 50% on 123-pointers per game. It's on decent enough volume, 3.9, 3.9, four attempts per game. Those are incredible numbers. Incredible numbers to have right there. And if you need a shooter, you could argue that he's the best in the draft based on his production and that percentage. And he does other things well too, right? He works well enough off the ball. He can make smart cuts. He's, I wouldn't call him a willing passer, but he knows when he needs to get the ball out of his hands and send it to one of his teammates. And he's good at mid-range, right? He's decent at drawing contact in the mid-range. He shoots well from the free throw line. His ball handling is really excellent. He's got a very smooth dribble. He moves well while he's dribbling through traffic as well. All of those things are great. And then everyone kind of raves about his work ethic, the basketball IQ. His dad was a former player. So he definitely seems to fit the great human being quality that David Griffin looks for in a prospect. He's checking off a lot of those boxes. And when you look at his shot, again, almost 50% from three, he's going to be able to drain threes, right? When you have a number like that, that is not by accident at all. And when you look at his shot, right, the mechanics actually aren't perfect. It's a little bit slower than you like. At times, there's kind of a hitch there. He doesn't get as set as he could, and he's still that efficient. So this is actually a positive for him that his form's not good 
Because if he can make shots like he is right now, how could how good could he be with better form? It makes you wonder, right? The potential's there, and all of the size and everything is there for him to be a good defender. You you have all of the tools there, though he he's not, and we'll talk about that in the next segment. But look, you need more three-point shooting. He definitely is going to be your guy at the top of the draft in the lottery. There's a reason he's being talked about as a lottery prospect, even though we're going to get into kind of the negatives around him, and we'll get into that in a second here. But for a team that was bottom three in, sorry, bottom five in three-point attempts last season was, uh, uh, yeah, sorry, bottom five in three-point attempts in three-point percentage, getting a guy that can shoot near 50% from deep, yeah, I think that's a real useful thing to look at in a lottery, in the lottery, let alone one that's as young as him and that still has a lot, a lot of untapped potential there that we haven't seen from him just yet. So it's kind of a credit to him what he did at Duke last year, even if none of it's truly like amazing. But that three-point shooting number shows that he's capable of a lot of growth. And then all of the things you hear, the work ethic, the basketball IQ, he's kind of aware of where his deficiencies, where his weaknesses, where his opportunities are, and wants to work on those. I like that a guy is aware of that, that someone acknowledges that and is willing to work on it, rather than thinking they're, they're just the best and they don't need to or anything like that. I like that he understands kind of his the flaws in his game. So what are those flaws? Because to me, I, I find them kind of big. And let's talk about that coming up here next. And one's maybe unfair. One of them might be unfair, and I'll explain what I mean coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by rockauto.com. I love rockauto.com. Y'all have heard me talk about the project car I have. I got it running this past weekend with like thousands of dollars of parts from rockauto.com in there. It was cool. I drove it around the block. I'd done that in a while. It was awesome. And I saved so much money. It would have been thousands more from rockauto, uh, from anywhere else if I didn't order from rockauto.com because those chain stores... It might seem easy to go in there. It's not. They're not going to have what you want. It might not fit your car. They're going to only have one, and you're just going to have to pay whatever price they they charge you for it. It's that simple. RockAuto.com, you can save time and money because you get to choose the price points you want. You want performance parts? You can get that. If you need parts that are just going to work, you can get that too. Whatever will fit your budget, they have over at rockauto.com. So don't choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more from this, for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. Go to rockauto.com, save some money because it's a family business that's been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And rockauto.com's prices are reliably low for every single customer. And they have everything you could need. Brake parts, tail lamp, motor oil, even new carpet for your ride. I order my coolant from there. I order motor oil from there. Literally everything I order from rockauto.com. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday, five days a week, giving you the draft prospects you want to hear about. We'll look at some mock drafts. We'll look at some trades soon, too. We'll get into free agency, you know, in a couple of weeks as well and really get you set for this offseason. It's a fun time to be a Pelicans fan. We're here Monday through Friday giving you what you want to know. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a five-star review with a comment. 
And of course, leave a comment down below on YouTube as well. Number one thing I can ask for, leave a comment on YouTube. Today's question, do you think, do you think AJ Griffin is one dimensional and would you draft him at eight? If he's there or some of these other guys we've talked about, where do you kind of rank him in all of that? I'll pin that question here on YouTube. Now, quickly, an important favor to ask of you. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and what you don't like about Locked On podcasts. So go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey, LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey to get started right now. It won't take long, and everyone that completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards to get tickets to a Pels game here. So to take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Oh my God, I can't speak. LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. There we go. I got it. All right. We are talking about AJ Griffin here in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. One of the better shooters, if not the best shooter, especially by percentage in the draft. 48 point whatever percent, nearly 50% from deep. That is an incredible number. On 120 attempts, it's not a joke, right? That's not like cool. On, on, on 20 attempts, he made 10 of them. No, this is a dude who's making close to 63s in the limited playing time that he had. And his role was not like the main guy on Duke with Bancaro there and some of the other players that they had. He was a shooter and he made the most of that. So why am I worried about him? And why don't I rank him that highly on my big board here, right? So first and foremost, there's an injury history. He missed most of two years in a high school with knee and ankle injuries. And while I trust the medical staff here in New Orleans, and I do, you know, and maybe his whole draft position comes down to the medicals teams are going to get, given the injury voodoo we've had in New Orleans, yeah, I'm concerned about it, right? And this is probably unfair to him. I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned about Zion now that they've cleared him, you know, and you just had AJ Griffin go through a college season. No, no injuries there that we need to be worried about that. So by that lot, you know, if I'm going kind of on that Zion's cleared, so he should be fine. Logic, right? That probably applies to AJ Griffin here too. But still, when picking in the top 10, I think you have to take that into account. And maybe these are things that other teams don't need to worry about. And I talked about this with Shaden Sharp a little bit too, right? If he's getting bad advice, if his camp isn't like the ideal kind of people you want around, given you've been burned with that in the past in New Orleans and maybe could still currently be dealing with a situation like that. Is that something you want to deal with, knowing kind of all of that? And are you more risk adverse to those kind of things coming up? And with injuries, yeah, maybe a little bit. But it's probably unfair, and we'll kind of put that to rest coming up in the next segment here. So defensively, what about him? It's not good. It's not good at all. He has, he has the physical tools to be a good defender, but he isn't. He loses his man off ball a lot, leading to a lot of backdoor cuts, right? When I talked yesterday about how Jeremy Sohan plays angles well and cuts off drives to the basket, Griffin is like the opposite of that. He really struggles with that. And when you watch him kind of navigating screens and just traffic, man, I don't know what's going on there. And it really worries me. That should come with time. You know, again, you miss a lot of two years of high school playing. You only get the one year at Duke. You know, that comes with time. And most players aren't impactful defenders right when they enter the league. So he could learn it. He could get better at that. But that doesn't always happen right? 
that doesn't all they don't always improve on that side of the ball. So while I trust that he could get there, given what we've heard from some of the coaches, the scouts who rave about him and the basketball IQ and the willingness to work, there's other guys, I think, that are just better than him at it, at the same kind of stages of development. And they probably have a higher ceiling on what they could be as a defender, maybe not as good of a shooter, and maybe they're a bad shooter, so it's kind of the opposite of a, you know A.J. Griffin here. Sohan's a good example of that. So, I don't know. When I look at kind of him playing defense, I don't, I really, there's just not a lot to like, in my opinion. I, there wasn't much that really stuck out to me. Again, good wingspan, you know, good size, good strength, good length, all of that stuff, and doesn't use any of it particularly well. And I think that can really, really hurt him. And look, he's an ISO score, right? So what he gives you offensively is not necessarily part of team play. He's not great at running a pick and roll. He can pass enough, but he's not an amazing passer. He's not going to look to pass to other guys instead of get his own. I don't know. If you want skilled wing play and he's a wing, right? I, he's a scorer. And is that what this Pelicans team truly needs? If Is that kind of his role going forward? I'd probably pass on that. And let's get into that. Let's get into that part of it. You know, would you draft and would you not? Coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by BetOnline.net. NBA Finals start tonight. So make the games a little bit more interesting over at BetOnline.net. They continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. So you can find the latest odds on the finals. The Warriors are fairly favored. They're minus three and a half for this game. They're minus 130, 160. It's kind of fluctuating a little bit. I think some money's coming in on the Celtics, which means maybe you'll get better odds on the Warriors. That could be a good thing, too, if you feel good about them. So you can check all of that out and any other sports developments, including Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. So bet online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, whether it's live betting to the playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in the action over at betonline.net. Bet online where the game starts. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. Leave a comment down below. Leave a comment down below on YouTube, whatever it might be. You can say comment. You can say pretty much anything you want. And I'm going to love it. And I appreciate everyone chiming in. And of course, let me know what you think about the prospects that we're talking about. What do you think about AJ Griffin? Do you like him over other people or is the kind of negatives about him, the concerns about him a little bit too much for you to overcome? Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? Let me know down below. And now go check out the Locked On NBA Big Board podcast. Host Raphael Barlow of NBA Draft Junkies breaking down everything NBA Draft. Mock drafts, player rankings, and of course the Big Board. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So we are talking about A.J. Griffin, an amazing shooter, maybe the best in the draft here, potentially. There's a lot to like in terms of the scoring. I just, I can't get there. I'll be honest. I can't get there when it comes to him. So it's a couple of things, right? Let's remove the injuries from the equation because it, it, kind of talking it out in the last segment, they shouldn't bother me given that he was healthy last season and, and played well, right? He just went through a healthy season. If you do that after those injuries... We should feel you're fine. And if I feel that, you know, um, the, if I feel that Zion Williamson is fine, then it probably means that 
AJ Griffin should be fine too. So I'm going to apply the same kind of logic here to him. One of my cats is going nuts in the background to the other guy. So let's remove the injuries from the equation here. Other than that, he just seems so one dimensional to me. He's a scorer. He's an ISO scorer. He can be a catch-and-shoot guy at times. He does do some off-ball things well, but just not well enough. I think Benedict Matherin is a more ready, plug-and-play role player and looks like he's going to excel at being a role player in the NBA. I don't see that from Griffin here, right? Sohan's an elite defender. Though he has the tools for that, I don't see him really developing into a very, very good defender or rebounder for that matter. He shoots the ball well. That's it. And there's a place for those guys in the league. Absolutely. I just don't want to be drafting one of them at eight. And that's my my big concern with him. He's just one dimensional. If he gave me more playmaking or anything like that, I'd feel good about it. He'll be able to get his shot off in the NBA. I don't doubt that. I don't see that happening right away. So... I, I don't love him because of those reasons. Again, all the tools are there. The physicality, you know, the physical gifts, the the shooting, everything you want is there. The, the height, the length, the wingspan, all of that is good. But what else is there with him? And so to me, he feels very one-dimensional and not a guy that I particularly like. So we're doing a Locked On NBA mock draft right now that, you know, we'll put out on our feed. And the Pelicans are about to be up. And I, I have no intention of taking... AJ Griffin in this one, right? We're about to hit the seventh pick, and this is where things start to get kind of interesting for New Orleans. No Shade and Sharp, no Keegan Murray there, and we'll talk about Murray next week too, alongside Johnny Davis and some of these other guys. So I'm not taking him there. I'd take any of the other prospects that we have talked about over him so far. And there'll be some other prospects we're going to talk about that I'm not particularly high on either, but I think it's worth the, the time spent on them and kind of getting your your feedback and informing you of them a little bit more. I'm thinking some of the centers like Duran um, there as well. So all of those guys. But I don't love A.J. Griffin here, despite the really good shooting and how big of a need that is for New Orleans because, one, is he going to crack the rotation? As a shooter, he could. But what else is he going to give you? And I really don't see much else from him. Let me know. Do you agree or disagree? Let me know in the comments down below on YouTube. So that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. Show tomorrow, we're going to look at some of the mock drafts around the league and see kind of where they're honing in on the Pelicans and what does that tell us. And I got a special segment for you from the Locked on Today podcast, Robert Ori, which is really, really cool. Dude's got seven NBA championships. That's a pretty cool number. Hear what he has to say about the finals to get you set for everything. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to hear his thoughts on the NBA Finals. All right, as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'm going to be back with you all tomorrow.